Hi and welcome to Allies of Convenience, the international competitive Warhammer 40,000 podcast. And on this week's episode, we're taking a look at Battlefield Birmingham, uh, an event that happened last week here in the UK. Matt Robertson was there in attendance uh, and he, <laughs> well, he got some, uh, some pre and post tournament coverage uh, recorded on the journey. Um, I have to warn you in advance, there's a lot of background noise. Uh, so I do apologize uh, if this is difficult for you to uh, listen through to, uh, but there's lots of really exciting and useful insight in this episode. So hopefully it's of use to you. Again, I apologize in advance for the sound quality, uh, but it was recorded in transit. As mentioned uh, as well at the end of this episode, Adepticon is coming up soon and Robbo will be attendance uh, at that as well. So we're going to try and get loads of coverage from that. Interviews, match analysis, meta discussion, uh, interviews with some of the TOs as well, maybe even some Games Workshop coverage if we can get that. Uh, And of course, there'll be loads of videos and pictures posted up on the Facebook if you're not following us on the Facebook, then I suggest you do so. Uh, Just search for Allies of Convenience Podcast or it's just facebook.com forward slash AOC podcast. So get on there. It's the best way uh, to get in touch with us. If you've got any questions, uh, if you want any help with your list, if you have any trouble with matchups, any trouble, problematic units that you're having difficulty with uh, in games in your matchup, hit us up. We're happy to answer and we generally respond to messages quite quickly. So uh, get involved. But anyway, without any further ado, let's get into this coverage from Battlefield Birmingham. Robbo and your enormously noisy car, it's over to you. It's going, yay! I don't know how that sounds, so... Hello! Oh yeah, okay, if we talk very loud like this, it should be a bit better. Let's sound like Derpy, talking really loudly. Hi guys, Matt here, back for another episode of Allies of Convenience. Uh, this week I'm joined by James Ramsey. Hello! Um, yeah, we are driving in a car on the way to an event, so the sound quality might be a bit iffy, volume levels might not be great, but we'll shout a bit and we might sound a bit up and down just because we're talking very loud and talking a bit like Adam. Yeah, Adam, Adam, yeah, Adam. Good old Adam, in his back, in his uh, element this, this uh, weekend. So, we're on our way to Battle of Birmingham. I finished painting part of James's army at half past twelve last night. We've only just finished the army. One o'clock? Only half an hour. That's not too bad. So, night before, painting a silly amount of Skyfires. Oh, sorry, Zangor and Lighten, because we don't play AOS. AOS for good players. Yay! <laughs> so, what army did we finish painting in last night? My army? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I am using... Um, the South Sun. So I have limited myself a little bit. I haven't gone like full out Zango and like complete the last time. I had taken a little, a, a, few, a few units, a bit of variety. What, so it's nine small units, is it? Well, I haven't decided actually. I'm still working out. I think I'm, I'm gonna, I've got a Demon Prince. I've got Araman. I've got a Shaman. I've then got 30 Zango on foot. And then I've got 81 Zango in like. And I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to take 10 units of 8 and a 9, or eight, 9 of 8 and a 9, or 9 of 9. I know Zench's number is 9 9, but there is, there is maybe some advantages to a small unit of 8. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. So, 
Yeah, you might end up taking 18 units of free or something like I've got, I have got two outrider slots, so I could take, I could take uh, 12 units of a really And I'm sure, so I could have, no, I haven't got a patrol. No. No, I, I, could, I could take 12 slots. 13 if I was pushed to lose a CP. But I think I'll That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, this happens with two kill point missions, so. It is also now heavily raining, so you might hear for that in the background. So I can see the sound quality of this being a little bit terrible. Uh, and the sat nav may jump in at some point, but we'll try and avoid that. Uh, Matt, what are you using? I am being a filthy netlister, and I'm using Tyranid. So I'm off to... You're taking, you're taking Termigan, Termigan, some nice fluffy units like a normal Tyranid player, right? I'm taking your standard Flyer uh, and Warlocks, all the good shit. Uh, I'm off to Adepticon in a week and a half from now, thinking I've got my Chaos, I know them, I've got them sorted. Screw playing Eldar, because fuck Eldar. Eldar is so 2018. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, I'll try Tyranids, they seem to be doing pretty well over here. Uh, borrowing Simon, who did well at Cali with him, borrowing his model for the weekend. Worst case. If I decide not to use them, uh, then I'll have had six or eight games for them. I'll know how the army plays. I'll be better positioned to go against it if I ever against it in the future. So it's not a wasted weekend. I want to see what they do, get my head around them properly. If I enjoy them and uh, feel they do well, it's another option for me to play. Because I don't think Poxwalkers are going to do great in the missions over there. Uh, just because a lot of the points are about killing things and they're not going to kill enough to score high on all the games to get you that top 8, top 16. Also time, right? Time is a big issue. And sort around them. Yeah, seeing all the issues of time at LDO. I know I can finish my games in time, but I don't know if other people can finish their games against me in time, if that makes sense. Yeah, like you don't want to play somebody else who's got another bigger arm, big army and then it's literally going to get to turn two properly and because it's on some missions you're scoring as the game goes on you want to get as far along as possible so you can score your points right yeah if you only get three turns for that army in a game then you're missing out on half the primary points potentially so that could screw you over and it's not too bad if you just go in playing games but that army's not super fun for anybody to just go yeah I just want to play games for this army yeah you, you wouldn't you, you wouldn't don't want to do well you wouldn't just bring potholes just, just to have fun with you it's not exactly the, the most fun of this so I'm putting them to one side I've got play crawlers and play sculptists all that kind of stuff which I may end up taking stuff like that but I'm just keeping my options open using it this weekend okay. worst case I'll know for what their strengths are See if they do have any weaknesses to exploit potentially for future games against them. Who else? Who else do we know is going to battle against? Uh, we know Simon taking his sex toys strapped to attack him on top of wave surfing. <laughs> oh which, uh, god! Basically, Literally everybody's been sending me pictures of this. Like not even people, people not even in Wales, in, in, you know, in that part of our Wales group. All this has been going around the internet now. He's got. Glass or plastic 
crystals. And what he's done is he's put about three or four of these together and it looks exactly like a butt plug. Which lights up. And then he's got an LED in the bottom. <laughs> so it's a glow up, it's a light up butt plug. And then, and then someone pointed out that he's got crystal hunters that also look quite phallic as well. Yeah. So that these butt plugs are slightly droopy, they're not quite straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They're strapped to the top of wave surfing chassis, so there is six uh, five rhythms for the weekend. So that'll be an interesting one to see how that does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know that Leo is bringing a space marine companion, basically. So he's just got Razorbacks with Marines in. But he's been doing okay with that reason. That'll be interesting to see does that work anymore. We've got, is it, I think Manny's bringing Popwalkers? Yeah. Um, or is he having a, was having a last minute? I, I don't know, I think we're expecting Manny to bring Popwalkers. And he's been doing well with well. But I did have a text, I've not told you this yet, at half past twelve last night, which was about five minutes after I'd come to bed, saying, are you driving down in the morning, or tonight? So I'm assuming he needs some models. So I take him this morning, uh, but because we're leaving uh, half past six in the morning, obviously he lives 20 minutes away from Birmingham, he isn't up at that time of day, so he's not flying. So, uh, yeah. I, unless you got it with you. I have brought a chaos army because I don't trust Simon enough to rely on him 100% to bring an army. Just in case. There's too many pre too much precedent there from him, unfortunately. Like, yeah, we won't go into that though, because that could be here for a while. So I brought my chaos anyway. So Who else? We've got Adam. We think is using chaos. He's using ten terminators. Ten, ten thousand terminators. He, he really wants to use the terminators. He's been waiting like six years. six years to use them. I think he's gonna he's gonna find out that they're okay. I think those are do all right for Okay. Yeah, I like them. I don't think they're they're, they're definitely the best terminator unit out of all the terminators because they are. Survivable, yeah. good shooting, good combat, plus the chaos powers to actually, because the thousands under but really good powers to buff them up. I'd say you could consider Death Shrouds up there, but they're only in a certain build. Yeah, I think they're, they're good, but I like I prefer the, I prefer the shooting. Yeah, the flexibility of the. I think that does more overall to an army. The Death Shrouds help you more tiring if you really need. Yeah. Um. Got some of the usual. Birmingham people there, as we'd expect. Yeah. Birmingham. We're going to see Max. I'm assuming he's going to bring his Eldar after he did well at Heat 2 with those. Uh, you've got a lot of UK guys going to be a bit like. Uh, yeah, I think Over so. 100 maybe. It's a really powerful so, right, I think. I think Harry's got it. There's a lot of like, players travelled, but I'd say there's probably only 20 or 30 maybe. You've got such a big player base around it that you look down the list and there's a lot of names that you're not going to really see a lot on the UK team. You see people who will go to this event, maybe one or two others, but there's a lot of local guys, so it tends yeah, to I think be a weird mix. And I think with five games, you've got the chance to play, like somebody who you wouldn't expect, you wouldn't maybe not like, you know, kind of a big name, would potentially play easily, get four or five wins in a row, Good win it, so it's quite open, I think. Any five games. Yeah, because I, I remember helping Harry, Sam,
hand over the weekend because he was starting off running a bit. And I think the last one I went to was about three years ago now. Uh, I remember having hawks and flyers back at Jester event, but I think that was the last one I went to. So I've not been for the last couple of years. I've only been to the first one. Did you get to the very first one? I went to the very first one in that. In that the little community. The rolling like little community. Oh, I played my first game, I played like two. Right, so, do we have any predictions of how we're going to do? So, with your list, what are your kind of your What's kind of your. What would you be happy with in terms of. I'd more like to play for different armies just to test the list and get a better, a proper idea of it that way. I'm not. I, obviously, I've, I want to do well with it, but I'm not that bust this weekend. That's I, not my primary goal of this event. I think there's going to. I think there's quite a few nib players going. It'd be nice to get a mirror match. So I know it's not super. Well, it might not be super common in America, but it could be. I know a couple of people running it. Yeah, so it might be nice for you to get a mirror match just to see how that plays. I mean, I know it's not the most interesting game, but at least it, it'd be good to see how it plays. Yeah, kind of know what it out. to do with that one. Like some of the stuff like I just want to. I just try and exploit his weaknesses. I'd rather have five really tough games to lose five games than five easy games with it. I guess yeah. I'd get more learning out of it that way. I think I think you'll win four, and then the fifth one will just be basically how the matchup or how well you do. I think the flyer list is so good right now. Probably one of the best. Maybe Foxwalkers, if you have unlimited time and yeah. whatever, probably the best list right now. But I think it, it is worth stating this is using. Um, ETC style missions, so you've got a well, it's basically a mixed rulebook, which is what ETC is now. Yeah, you've got a Eternal War mission and a Maelstrom mission side by side, and then there's two tiers of victory. You've got major win, which if you win by more than seven points, a minor win if you just win, and a minor loss, major loss. So it's quite a simple setup. So yeah, so it's only eight points to get all the points. Only eight more VPs than your opponents to get all the points. It's quite small, because like in, uh, in ETC it's... That would be a... You have to have 19. Yeah, 19. So it's, it's basically half the, uh, half the division and uh, the, the points differential, which is... But then there's no kill point... Or only, there's two kill points thing, so it's not kill point every round. So And only two maelstroms per turn, so that is quite... The game might not be as high scoring as the ETC yeah. mission. I think... I don't know if that's a good thing for the event or not, though, because you've got five games and 100 players. It's very feasible you're going to get a couple of people on those match yeah. wins. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But an ETC style, when it's split between the 20, 19, 18, whatever, that could have made the difference and split the last couple of people. Yeah, we'll see. That last couple of maybe if someone's got a nice painted army, they might get their painted, their special. Alba Boric, probably Boric, but who knows? Who knows that Alice Adams is actually going to 
Yeah, Adam is who we may get on in the middle of this, but if we get time for a call tonight or if we're too drunk. Uh, has been taking a lot of sky fire, trying to do a really nice job, getting ready for this event. And then uh, Mr. Ramsey next to me here goes, Can I use all your sky fires? I'll buy you some more extras. Please, I'm running short. Please, I don't have time. Please. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to be building them and painting them on the night before. I'd rather just, just be painting them. That's where I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with painting, not comfortable with building and painting. Although I've just realised we have left under the box of sky fires at my house. Oh, well. Yours. Oh, well, I'll have to get them at some point. <laughs>
for them, but it's my psychic powers. I'm putting another couple of the top bar. I can drown them out to three or four, and the bike captain as well. Which meant the last couple of turns were some guard commanders running around, buses backing up as they can get charged. And then that ended up being a tabling on turn six, I think it was, or maybe just five. That was a max point win for me. Get any deviation from averages. It's more likely to go in his 
favour on that because he could probably live with a bit of deviation but if that when he dies he's not going to notice as much whereas as soon as you've got like seven models and you lose a couple where you shouldn't potentially then it kind of downgrades a lot quicker than his does that kind of make sense? yeah so you feel it a lot more uh, and then so that would be a one win one loss going into game three and I had the, the would you say fortune or misfortune here? Uh, <laughs> to play Adam Riley. Uh, his typical response was, Fuck's sake, what supply you use? Uh, so he, uh, we talked through everything, he's not played mids, so it's more of a training game, see what, what they do. And he was very short, fucking so very brief. Uh, he went first, because he asked Simon who was on the table next to us what he should do. So I went, yeah, go first. So we can, because um, otherwise if I go first, I can push his team strike and stuff back. He had like nine of the tracers, speaking of terminators, uh, some demon princes, some of the sorcerers, and a few other bits. I pulled this Nurgling screen up. So he goes first, kills a lot of my chat. I dropped in and killed all the Blitzwaiters, all the Terminators, I think I made three charges or four charges as well. And at that point he had Cultists, a Nurgling squad, two Princes, and Aravan and a Sorcerer. And it's like, oh, um, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So we went to the bar and played some board games instead. So, that was a very quick game and full of fanities and uptakes from Adam. Uh, so that was my day one. I ended up on two wins and a loss. Uh, which is, okay, yeah, fair enough. No issues there. Pretty good day one. Enjoyed all the games. Uh, how about you, James? Uh, I played Joe Johnson's first game and he had four doors. Quite a good list, it's three, three battalions, millions of boys, and big men, and all that usual shenanigans. And Flake as well, with a lot more wounds. So I think with, uh, we've got a hammer and anvil, so we funneled him into kind of an inner area. And like, just, as he ran at me, I just shot him. And I think my first turn, I maybe killed 80 orcs. Then he hit and then I killed another 80 and 90 off in combat and I probably killed most of the rest. Base turn 2, all the local boys are dead. So it's two turns, you killed how many boys? Probably killed, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many squads he had. But I killed, well I think maybe I had 10 boys left at that point. Because uh, I shoot and charge. And then, yeah, I swapped the characters up on turn 3. I think by turn 4 I went out. Uh, so five, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, 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 the problems are really far corner. I had to fly over and kill us. So something like 160 orbs in two turns? Yeah, it was. Ouch. He didn't really have a fortune bunch of chance because he, 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 he could have got some, uh, he had a teleport over and did a charge and failed it. So, that is just got cleared. He made a couple of charges, maybe back out, but I don't think he realistically, uh, I don't know. Uh, 
because of like Dawn of War, he could um, overwhelm you if he went first. They get into you a lot quicker, give you less space to run away. Uh, potentially, I still think I get two turns shooting. That's probably enough. Um, you, you screen off for it. Yeah. Shoot him turn one, then you screen his turn two, and then shoot him. Yeah, I just really, he's got a fight, but I deny a lot. I can deny it there. I can push my character near my tank ball. I get 24 inch range, which 18, and kind of. With voice range, and I can, uh, he's got a lot of plus casting, but I clean the voice quite quick and then so he's never much to cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably not. Probably, I don't think it would change too much. Not if it would. And then I played um, quite an interesting army, actually. A, a mixed Dark Elder with a little bit of Beast Army. Um, he had loads of deep strike and stuff, and oh. Scourges. Oh, is this James McDonough of it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so yeah, and uh, there's an interesting army, uh, quite thematic as well. He has um, all the tests, all the switches, all the striking, and loads of scourges. There was six units for that one, didn't he? Yeah, which is fundamentally. Uh, and then he had loads of characters, but those were the ones that were the archers. Uh, survive, 
I'll touch on a bit more later, but I think the Southlands is a really nice to get some armies, but against you, he's probably better off with having a lot of shots on things, because that could have done a lot of damage. Yeah, this was though, you can't get within 18 of things, I pushed him all my tank ball, pushed him all the way back. I stayed quite far back from my own tank ball, uh, just a big I didn't want to give him too much space to land, but essentially, yeah. I, I, rolled, I think I rolled really, I think I rolled a 6 on my advance, actually I don't think I even used the teleport item. I think I rolled a 6 on my advance, with tank ball, which 7, brain right on. And then walk time, so like I was really far from team. Um, in game three, I played Tyranid, uh, and he had my head loads of deep strike stuff. Uh, you have to, you have a plus one cover save fleet, which is quite not as good as the virus, but it's quite annoying to get through. Or my sky virus, I got my one XP. And <coughs> in my opinion, he too aggressive. He deep struck in things on turn two. When I had loads, I had basically he killed the Dangor screen again as usual, pushed him back. And then so he deep struck in turn one. And it's, he was in his own deployment zone, deep striking, and it's like kind of like, what's the point? You must deploy. Uh, yeah. It means you don't get shot if you go look, second again. I, I haven't got a big range. I think I don't have a massive range. Uh, he could have, he should have stayed off for another turn, because in, in the end, because he came in turn one, I got to shoot everyone on turn two. And I, I he had like nine. Uh, they're, not, they're not fantastic, but against me, they're pretty good. They're nine man, you know, warriors. Okay. About firing twice with like 30 shots, venom cannons. I mean, they, they kill a lot of spec files, so I had to fire into them, and they got cover save, sort of hit a catalyst. Took a lot of shots to kill them, and I killed them eventually. But he didn't really have enough to overwhelm me with the trigons and more lots of things. Wounded. Then all the slip were wounded. 
and then they are going to take a wound or two. Um, so it's okay, that's not bad. If we went like next turn, I could just finish a lot of them off. So you can't really tank wounds on anyone anymore. Yeah. And I score a few Maelstrom points. And then he dropped in. And his grotesque went in and killed 75% of a firing. He killed a firing in combat with all his characters. One had made it in combat to punch a couple and killed them, but then the rest kind of jumped on that one. And then he killed another one and a half with all the lances. was okay. I'm two and a half fires down here, pretty much. One got stuck in combat with the witches. And I could win the roll off to escape and three command pointed it. So I couldn't shoot them. So I ended up having to move the guys round to position so I could shoot into the scourges. But they were all sight cover, so they were all reasonable saves. And then psychic off the witches, charging and kill off the witches. I think they ran off because there's about three left. I could have got 12, 13 in a turn. Wow, that's good. Didn't really touch his character, run away from his grotesque. There's no point in fighting them. I'd rather kill a horse than just killing me so I can avoid their combat for a couple of turns. And I think quite a lot of stuff died, a hell of a lot died. By turn 5, I think there was grotesque that on one objective with an arc on. Three rippers on one objective, one corner of the board. Firing on one corner of the board on an objective, and another firing just sat around. And so I've got a lot of males from points, I got a lot of defense, a lot of multiples, so I was up on the mission overall. But it was so much to die, we killed so much between us. And by the end of it, I think it was a grotesque on a wound, an archon, one firing, and three rippers left when the game ended. That was all. Armies. 
about 60 shots, I think it was. Oh, no, it was more, I had a double one as well. It was like 70 shots. Killed one. I was like, ah, oh, shit. But then I got two spores in. And the two spores then went and did six mortal wounds. Ouch. That's not good. So we had one guy in a wound. As the player was sat there going, hello, now I'll fight in combat. Yeah.
advantage only killed with four guys with shining spears. And so I deleted them. Yeah, we did that too often to climb up there. Yeah, I just lighted them off and then I shot and finished them off shooting. I pushed up, I killed two of his serpents. I, I kind of wanted to stop him making sure he couldn't get. He's cut down his damage against my Doom Bolt is 
not sure it does it half of the movement, they can't advance. The pops are only moving four, so it basically makes it move two. The water pilot is only moving a bit there to move four inch a turn. Plus, you know, obviously getting a new pox walker on the shooting phase. Uh, so it really slows down. Fortunately, I didn't get the first turn, so then I only got it on after he's had two turns of movement, so he's already quite far on board at that point. The other issue in that, in that game, in a tournament setting, is I probably need five turns of shooting. And with our armies, it's, that's never going to happen in time. Uh, you need probably half an hour per turn at least. It's already coming to probably three hours, and, and really that's playing extremely fast. And that's just, it's not going to happen, because combats take time, all that. Uh, basically, we, we played it, and I got to turn three, I charged everything in, because we were running out, yeah, they had ten minutes left, and uh, I basically died, so it's called there, and I said that we'll call it a big win for him, because uh, I didn't want to deny him, uh, you know, because roughly he was only a few points ahead, so I didn't want to deny him that, you know, he, he, he was going to win the game. I mean, if I'd sat back, he would have only won by three, and uh, that would have been it, but, you know, at the end of the day, I wanted to see if I could win. Uh, I could have won if I, if maybe he had rolled really bad with him. Yeah, it was, it was a good game. So, you say there, like, time for this year, do you think that's for the two armies you've had? Yeah, well, I've got 110 models. No, more than that. I've got 120-ish models. He's got 200-plus Foxwalker models. I roll, you know, 150 shots a turn. He rolls loads of shots a turn. Both got a lot of combat. A lot of movement, the flying takes ages. I know the two of you, you didn't have any time of shooting your other games, did you? No, my other games, well, yeah, I mean, they were. Dan, me and Dan had quite a. We, we, it wasn't a slow game, we, just, we were just chatting a lot, so we. And, um, yeah, we wanted to be quite. He wanted to be quite precise, because yeah, he quite rightly really has to be, because it's quite important for the range and things, so. And I was. I had a lot of dice rolls, so. Yeah, both. both that, that game and Manny's game was. Probably, I mean, we got we got we got Dan's game finished like a bit, bit over time for lunch. Uh, Manny's game because of the way it, obviously everyone wants to get home. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to, to wait around until like nine o'clock. Yeah. Game. But I think like it's a weird one that because you you both draw armies that are a lot of models and take maps to play, but you both quick players and you accept the fact that you go and play quick and make mistakes just to get the time done, which is fair enough. Uh, I think everybody needs to do that and to show if you can't finish games, you're going to take too long and jump in the arm. But yeah. then you have the issue where, like that where you both win the arm. And if that happens, ultimately, the person, you've got one person's got to say, right, what's the point of both timing out after turn three and getting unfair? Like, in my opinion, I have my school of thought is I'm somebody who would, I would let Manny, assume, I, I would rather him, let him, let him have his, his five turns. Let, let him count like he's playing his five turns. I don't, I don't want, I, you know, I, I love Manny, he's a really nice guy, and we get on really, really well. I wouldn't want to say, turn three, you know, dice down, you know, you've only just got to the mid board. Yeah, you're not playing a game, no. I've had four, I've had three turns in the objectives, you've not had three turns. You've had three turns in your two objectives. And yeah, you've got some kill points and mail shots me, but you're only going to win by three or four, and because I know that he's the close thing. I, I want him to have a fair shot at winning the event. Because 
that there is if you've got two people who don't know each other at all. Yeah. And they're both really big armies that, yeah, it's fair enough you can finish your games, but can you, I think players need to be able to easily finish their games. Yeah, yeah. So that when you get a situation where you're both, there's a lot of stuff going on, there's a lot of complex things like that, you just need to be aware that you can easily finish your game with time to spare, because that's going to take up the extra time. To win that game, I would need a, at least in a five, maybe six, maybe even seven. So you're looking at four to five hour games then, and, and that's just not realistic. And so, unfortunately, it's all in fact on paper, it works, but on practice, it's, it's, you don't have time. Yeah. Unless the guy makes a humongous mistake. Uh, yeah. I mean, Manny did forget to do dead, the dead walk on turn one, I reminded him to do that. So, I, I, I do claim, I do claim moral victory. That's another issue for another topic of time and other stuff. So I'll briefly touch on it there. Uh, but yeah, overall, decent event. Congratulations to Manny for taking it out. George for second place with Chaos and Vincent in third. Yeah, and Mark Wildman got best painted. He had also the only AOS player in the event. Yeah. Or one of the most well known AOS players in the event. It tends to be a thing where. AOS, your standard of painting is a lot higher. And then uh, Mark, the very well known AOS player, the Part of the Bad Dice podcast, uh, when that was the group thing, it's not so much going anymore, apart from the little daily. Uh, but he is a very, very talented painter. Uh, his army was uh, Admec, I think it was stunning. Yeah, it's very good. Put a lot of work into that. And then. Uh, so that's the event really we'll cover more bits and pieces as they come up I think the next podcast after this will probably be running up to come so you guys keep an eye out there'll be a lot of stuff going to make as well I'm going to do a little video post and stuff while I'm there to help myself through the journey because I'm travelling on my own so I might go a bit loopy at some point um, see if we can get the Americans on there that quite cool yeah, well, if you get some little video uh, interviews after games, I'll try and get a little um, clip with the eventual winner of the event. Um, say it's Nick for a sixth year or something stupid. Uh, but, yeah, I'm on a t- team with some guys for the team event, so I'll try and cover as much as I can while I'm there, in between uh, playing games, drinking, partying, and everything else. But we'll definitely have a, a podcast coverage after that. So, thanks very much for listening, guys, and I'll speak again soon. Later.